what is up we are live bdc raw live is we're live so to speak um welcome to the show i have a wonderful guest that i'm going to bring on here very soon but i actually wrote this out because i am a king of screwing shit up sometimes um so i kind of wrote down my show for a little bit because i messed up last time and forgot a lot of stuff so real quick i want to thank you for for joining us today um but we've got a couple of announcements before I get started with my guest, um, BDC Raw event brought to you by Code Video, September 21st. It was supposed to be March 23rd, um, but we had to uh, reschedule due to all this crap that's going on. But you see up there at the top, that beautiful smile. I'm going to be bringing him on the show here very soon. I'm probably getting his ego all riled up now. Um, but you can get your tickets at bdcrawevent.com. And then also you've got right after that, you've got Hustling Grind Con October 12th and 13th. I will be sitting at one of the round tables doing a BDC session there, but he's got a lot of great speakers at that event. And you can go to glennlundy.com to get your tickets for that. And so with that, without further ado, I am going to bring our guest up onto the show, Mr. Joe ingram of course sorry bro we're doing a follow-up call (laughs) maybe that'll help segue into what we're doing what do you think gonna segue right into it um joe how are you doing sir i am doing fantastic joshua mitchell you are the beat the bdc genius true that i just didn't want to take up the whole screen like you just (laughs) did the jm part i was like mine says joe the bdc genius and i'm like man that's so much let's just shorten it up you know, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. BC Genius works, man. Yeah. And how how's California sunny. treating you? California is amazing. It is uh, sunny and uh, warm. You know, warm compared to most of the nation. But uh, I think it's like sixties something. Yeah. How are you doing with uh, the, the lockdown? Are you standing in line for for your Starbucks coffees? Um, you know what? It's been uh, three weeks brewing it myself at my uh, in my office. Roughly, right? mainly because I, I look and I go, you know, again, me every day. I was two, three times a day at Starbucks, but <laughs> but right now with only drive-throughs. Oh come on, man! Drive-throughs. It's like twenty something cars, and I'm like, if I can't, if I'm not closing a deal while I'm on the phone in the drive-through then go put your butt in the office and get some work done. It's and funny because my, my home office, your home office, you're at home. Yeah, yeah, we know. Uh huh. Let's go with that. Okay. Um, it's funny because we were, we were driving by one. We have, we have a couple here in, in Wilson, North Carolina, and uh, we were driving by and it looks like they were practicing social distancing in their cars. Cause everybody was like six, seven feet apart. I'm like, come on, man. Can't get a coffee. If you're all like 20 deep. Right, exactly. And I always laugh. I'm like, everybody who's driving with their gloves, they got their gloves, they're taped up, they got their mask on, they got some hat, helmet with glasses. And I'm like, bro, is this virus jumping into your car? Right? Do we have this thing where it like goes through metal, goes through through glass? This stuff's insane. It is. Yeah. It is is definitely insane right now. Well, if you've put gloves on, you put them on at your house. Then you touched everything in your house, walked outside, touched the door handle on the house, touched whatever you got to do, your car door handle outside. Then you jumped in, smeared that all over your steering wheel, right? 
Then you go into your office, open the doors, do all that stuff. And you're just smearing this all over the place. And you're like, oh, but I'm protected. Well, that's great until you go move your mask and do what? Touch your face? Yes. With the gloves? Come on, people. <laughs> Got to think. Let's be a little smarter than this. Uh, well, you know, that's how it goes. So I brought up this subject um, probably last week, a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's something that I've been working on with my follow process. During like North Carolina, we're still open. And I wanted to talk about this because it's something that we obviously need to talk about now, but it's also in the future. We need to definitely have this conversation. Um, but is long-term follow-up worth it or are you just wasting time? And so I wanted to get your your five cents on this um, about long-term follow-up because I think a lot of times we always think about the one, you know, the one 256-day-old lead that all of a sudden you've done, you've done your, your long-term follow-up and they pop back up. Correct. My opinion right now is since we're in this, this situation that we're in, most of the leads that we have at this point in time are hot and it is a different market right now. The ones that want to put you off a little bit are going to tell you that they're not coming in. They're just kind of to gather information. But for the majority of the people that are putting in inquiries right now or calling are hot leads. So what, what's your thoughts on long-term follow-up and is it actually worth it? All right. So um, I'm going to say we're going to do it. Okay. But my reason it's worth it is not for the 267 day old lead. Okay. Um, any store that I've ran. Okay. And so I, I, my sales department and my BDC are required to make a minimum number of dials every day. Okay. So, and I track it all and I use the CRM, you know, you and I are very well acquainted with dealer socket yep. and everybody out in San Clemente and then Utah, but um, the checkout reports, the, is everybody checking out? Well, I require sales department to do a minimum of 25 outbound dials a day. They have to make a certain amount of text messages, a certain amount of, of emails sent to the, the prospects. My BDC has to do significantly more. Okay. Yep. I have one BDC that's required to do 175 outbound dials a day and no dialer. This is all just them, them crunching numbers. Yep. Okay. And so, and I track everybody with red, yellow, or red or green. I don't check yellow, yellow. What is that? You either pass or fail. Did you do the minimum requirements or did you not? Okay. Yeah. Yellow is for a weak manager. I, I didn't feel like telling them they were bad, but no. So it's, it's for red. the millennials. Right. Exactly. That, that's the, here's your participation trophy. Cause you did something today, but we're not ragging on millennials. Cause some of y'all are really good. I am one. Yes. I am not. I'm an X. Okay. X generation. We've been through it all. We have laid it all out there. Now we're going through a pandemic to add to the fact we went through the space shuttle blowing up. We also went through, um, 2008 when the whole economy crashed and now here we are we're like yeah, throw we it at us bring it <laughs> we ain't scared okay um so the the answer is this if you sit at the dealership if you're just sitting there and not doing anything waiting for that hot lead to come in okay you are not going to be prepared to handle that lead because all of a sudden you're on your phone you're texting Right. You're trying to set up your weekend and we're like, come on, guys, it's not time to set up the weekend yet. OK, now I will tell you that Thursdays, the leads are always the hottest on Thursdays. Oh, yeah. 
I never take a Thursday off, right? Because everybody on a Thursday is trying to set up their weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Friday people waited too long, right? The Monday people are validating whatever price quote they got or the car they bought over the weekend. <laughs> okay, so uh, and then uh, when I look at this, I say, do we have to do the long term follow up? Yeah, because our internet leads NADA still says we're over three months on average for them to buy a car. So somebody's got to be chasing these individuals. I have a, a, a lease retention is technically a long-term follow-up because mm-hmm. they bought two years or three years ago, right? Yep. Do the nine month, six month, three month, two month, one month, right? Getting in touch with these people on your lease returns. But I want, I, I, I changed the game. Okay. So the, the overall, here's the numbers. Okay. As I've tracked it through hundreds of dealerships and thousands of phone calls. You dial 100 times, you're going to talk to 17 people. When you talk to 17 people, you're only going to be able to set at most two appointments. Okay. And if you're really good, right, one and a quarter people will show up because you got a 75% show percentage, right? (laughs) A quarter of those people, yeah. Right. A little midget and a full grown person. That's who's showing up for your appointments. Okay. So then you have to get 100% sales to get one deal. So 100 phone calls isn't really enough to accomplish it. But what 100 phone calls does, so when you dial out, and I can ask you this, Josh, what is the goal for you when you dial out? Why are you dialing 100 people? What are you hoping to do? To get a connection. Yeah. I, and most people are trying to get an appointment. Yeah. Right? So I want to get, yeah, get an appointment. I want to get First, I want to connect with them. Absolutely. And then That's, I'm obviously gonna win. Win. That's where I change it to people. I'm like, guys, the first win is the answer. Yeah. Right. If they take that as a first win, I'm like, yes, (laughs) let's be grateful. They we've got the first win. Now, they could tell me to go pound sand. They could use more colorful, colorful words to say everybody at your dealership calls me all the time. Okay, great. Restraining order. Take me off your list. Okay, that's fine. Let them say it. (laughs) Right. It's okay. And of course, do your due diligence and getting them removed from the list. That's the. The correct way to say it. I didn't didn't tell you all just keep dialing. They're going to buy eventually. That was not what I said. Um, So looking at it, right, I'm going to go and I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to dial, 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 dial. That's all I want to do is dial. But because my mindset is I want to get an appointment, okay, so if I'm dialing and then a sales call comes in, where is my hand already? On the phone. On the phone. Rock and roll. What am I already thinking? Appointment appointment okay but if i'm sitting here like this going oh it's so slow nobody's coming in right and the phone rings i'm gonna be even if i get it for some reason everybody else was asleep and i grabbed that phone call i'm not in the mindset to do anything because i was already looking back and and paying attention to what i'm gonna do on my days off Right. And so it helps your team to stay focused on what it is they're there to do. And as salespeople, inherently based on our personality type, right, we want to do things that are fun. Mm -hmm. We want to do things that, again, your sales department, first day of the month, we go, buddy, how much money are you going to make? And they're like, I don't know, but I'm excited. No plan, no nothing. Right. They're just excited. Well, that's not a person who's going to say, I need to follow the next 12 steps in this process Mm -hmm. to accomplish something. So I need to make it structured enough that I help you 
as a BDC or a salesperson to actually follow the steps necessary and complete the activities that will result in a sale. Mm -hmm. But exactly. a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't do that. The answer is I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for a deal to fall in my lap. Now I I went to one of my clients, sat down with one of the, the, the green peas that came in and I was like, Hey, and the good thing was he wasn't scared because he didn't know to be scared. And I'm like, great. You know what happens is there is no reason to ever be scared because the phone protects you. Hello. I look just like Brad Pitt over the phone. I can do whatever I want to do, baby. Come on. So, so pick up the phone and, and, and channel my Brad Pitt. Hi, I'm going from ABC Motors. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to put that together and I'm going to, I'm going to go get in touch with some people. And so Frank J. Lowe's, I love that man. I love that man. So when you look at that and you say to yourself, I'm just dialing out. So this kid's dialing. He goes, what do I say? I said, call them and say, hey, I'm new here. Right. And I was just following up in the system, wanted to know if you're considering a new vehicle or not. And he's like, really? I said, I, I usually call them and just say, hi, I was going through the system and I saw your vehicles here. You get it serviced with us and we do need a vehicle that we can track the service records on. So it, would you be willing to sell it to us if the numbers were right? And the person goes, well, what do you mean by the numbers? I'm like, well, bring it down. We'll take a look at it and see. But I'm not focused on selling a car. I'm looking to, to buy a car. How are they exactly. going to get home? How are they going to get home? They got right? buy a car. You're going to buy a car. You're going to come down, right? They're going to come down. But the, anybody who says yes, and this is what it is, as soon as they say yes, and that's all I'm looking for is the person going, I'd sell it if the numbers were right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. If they say yes, guess what they just did mentally in their head? They started shopping. They kick right, the yeah. car to the curb, man. Yeah. They're looking at all those things that have gone wrong with it. Like, right? Mm. If you're no in a relationship problem. and you say yes to a date outside that relationship, <laughs> what'd you just do? Kick the existing one to the curb, right? <laughs> so if you've already decided that, then yeah, but I'm never going to know that. I'm never going to find somebody and spark the interest. But all of my outbound calls keep my dealership as top of mind. Yep. It also keeps me top of mind. So when somebody in their in their network, right? When I used to work with Joe Verdi, it was always every so with every person you know has a friend, family member, or coworker that'll be buying a car within 90 days. Okay. So are they thinking of you? Mm -hmm. When somebody goes, Oh man, I need to get my son a car, are they thinking of you? Right. Because, again, even if I'm a pain in the butt, even if I'm just calling, leaving messages, they're going to go, you know what? Because everybody, let's be real. We all appreciate a good salesperson. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? I will tell you, anytime you and I, we go to dinner, if somebody treats us right, we consciously acknowledge it. We'll even call the manager over, watch them freak out. Right. <laughs> you go, a waitress oh, bumped, you, yeah. bumped you for appetizer. Bumped you for drinks, bumped you for dessert, all that stuff. And you go, can I talk to the manager? She goes, why? Why? <laughs> right? And you're like, just chill. Get the manager. And then come over. And then the manager comes over already thinking he's going to give you dessert. Yep. Right? He's like, oh, this is going to be ugly. And then you walk up and go, I just wanted to say that so-and-so that did a fantastic job. And I know that not everybody will give you a compliment. They tend to just yell at you. And I wanted to make sure you knew there was something good. And that's her. Right. And the manager's like, I don't even know what to do with you. Yeah. Right. They just stare yeah, at you. Right? Know how to, to respond to that. Absolutely. And so that's when I look at and I go, OK, but I can appreciate a good salesperson. 
if somebody calls me and they're able to push me on the phone, I, I stop and I go, wow, that was a great assumptive close. I like how you did that. Yep. And they, it's so funny because they just learned it as part of their telemarketing routine, right? So they didn't even know what an assumptive close was two weeks ago. And then you call out the actual thing and you're like, wow, you either ordered me on that one. I got to choose one of yours, right? <laughs> they're like, what? Okay. But again, living over the phone and email. The phone keeps my my edge sharp, and that's what I want to do. I want to continually keep my edge sharp so I'm in the game the whole time I'm at work. Mm -hmm. So if I'm at work to work, then you do. You work. Your, your average office employee spends four and a half hours working on an eight-hour shift. Oh, yeah. And so, And I'll tell you right now, most of the sales department, if left to their own devices, would be at the half hour, <laughs> right? And that was like, leave, leave the cashier alone, please. Come back up to the sales floor. Stop <laughs> talking to the cashier. Leave the receptionist alone. They're not uh, buying cars. Come on. Right. So, so what do you think when you're looking at Internet leads as, as just just talking about Internet leads? Would you think that for the uncontacted, the, the, you know, well, I'll, I'll speak dealer socket lingo with extended you. uncontacted. Yeah. Filter. Uncontacted lead. Is it really would you would you really continue to do the emails or would you put that on its own? Dude, that's auto. That's our, our CRM is four. Slow drip. Yeah. Okay. So remember a CRM, any one of them is a fantastic tool for people that never respond to you. <laughs> right. Because once they talk, to me, there's nothing worse than having a CRM. Right. And I've been in stores where it says it, I call, Boom, talk to the person, Markham is contacted, and the CRM pops up the next day and says, call this person. And I'm like, why? I talked to them yesterday. I set my future to do, but the automatic work plan is automatically putting it out there. It's in a campaign now. It's doing all of these things, right? CRMs are for when you have no contact because it'll remind you to keep trying to get contact. But, bro, I, I'm different than most. I sit back and say... In my internet process, when I put it in stores, we're going to go after you in the first five days on a blitz, right? Hot five day blitz. And if you don't answer me in five days, you're going to go into the next call at 30 days. The next one is at 45 days and a couple emails will go out in between. Then it automatically kicks it into extended uncontact slow drip. Okay. So that's what I look at and go, I'm going to chase the hot stuff. And then when I have time after the, the, the hot stuff has been attempted, then I'm going to go to the extended uncontacted. But my whole sales department, if you have an internet department, right, then your internet department gets it for a certain amount of days. Then after that drops to the BDC. After that drops to your sales department. Okay. If my BDC is my internet department, then I just move their name to the first one. And then the, all the extended uncontacted long-term ones are going to be going to my sales department to do the activity that keeps them in the game. Interesting. It's, yeah. it's a very, a very low, very low closure rate. But if we know, if we know exactly what it is, then it, again, I tell everybody all the time, I say, once you know your numbers, Okay, because they everybody goes sales is a numbers game. I'm like it's only a numbers game if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Im improve your skills, and exactly. then you close better. 
Yep. Right. If I can get somebody on the phone, but again, most guys come in on the open shift. They try to dial all of their, their outbound dials for the day. They're like, I have to do 25 dials. I'm doing 25 between eight and eight 45. And they're going to dump them all out and do nothing the rest of the day. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? The people you called didn't answer yesterday between eight and eight 45. Cause they're at work. Okay. Yep. So before you go home, try them at lunch, try them at something else. Right. And that's what I try to get the people going. But if you're not actively keeping yourself in, in the mind of the, of the prospect. Okay. Cause where are, where are our actual leads coming from aged internet, which means I reached out to you. Are they valid? I don't know. They haven't answered or replied. Okay. They wouldn't be in long-term follow-up if they said I bought a car. Right. Yeah. And so, again, I just tend to look at it and go, if you understand you're going for 17 contacts today off your 100 dials, right? Every once in a while I go in, I'll come back in. They're like, dude, I'm dialing like nobody's business. And I'm like, okay, so today let's change the goal from dials to voicemails. Okay, so what do I want you to do today? I want you to dial and leave 50 voicemail messages. That's your goal. So just keep track of every voicemail you leave, right? I had a guy sit down and he's like, oh, Joe, this is hard. And I said, why? He goes, I have like six appointments set. And I'm like, wait, because I've only left like 30 voicemails. I still have so much more to go. And I'm like, okay, see, because if I told you just go and set two appointments, you would have stopped. Yeah, exactly. Right? But if your goal is voicemails, then you win every time you, you leave a voicemail, right? So they're like, okay, but he's like, oh, you got six appointments, you poor baby. What are you crying for? <laughs> okay, because I have to keep dialing. Oh, stop exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Six so, will turn into 12 real quick. Yeah, you got to fall in love with the activities that get the result. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I always tell people this. Anxiety and stress is using your imagination the wrong way. Stress simply means what? I am using, I, I am upset about the current situation because I want it to be different. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. not any different. If you come in and realize dialing the phone, setting appointments, having them show up is how you sell cars. So why do you take out the first one and go, they'll come in and ask for me? No, they won't. Right. Nope. But I will say I text, I text everybody, right? You and I know we go back and forth on text way more than we have a conversation. So yeah, so, like Steve, Steve threw out there, I'll throw it on the screen. You know, do you have a strategy for texting uh, to get on the phone? Yeah. So um, again, California is like the people's Republic of California. And that's where I sit. <laughs> right. We're, we're very much, you know, a, a, a dictatorship and if we, everybody's going to sue over everything. But in the actual process of submitting my cell phone number to you, if I provide my cell phone number to you, you've automatically given me permission to use a cell phone within the capacity of a cell phone. So you can technically auto opt in people, okay? Because they gave you a cell phone number. Mm -hmm. like if they give you an email, can you say, oh my gosh, I can't email you because you didn't specifically say, use my email to contact me, <laughs> right? But yet somebody goes, here's my cell phone. And we're like, is it okay if I send you a text message, which 93% of all text messages are read within five right. minutes? Exactly. I want to text you, mm -hmm. okay? but. On my text, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm different than most, right? 
I, I'm hoping that, you know, in the intro, Josh warned you. But my initial text says, hey, it's Joe over here at ABC, right? And would it be okay if I text you today? When they reply back yes, what did they reply to? What did they just give you permission to do? I just opted in. Right? And I don't even have to go into all kinds of details saying, would it be all right if we utilize text today? Please reply back yes. That's Y-E-S, right? So but, yes for yes and no for no. and stop. Right. But just, just, send, just send them a request to say, is it cool if we text today? Now, yep. don't say, is it cool? Because we aren't that tight yet with the customer, okay? One thing I'll tell you, don't use emojis. But my, okay, just for everybody that's out there, my internet process, lead comes in, I send a text, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait 60 seconds because I'm reading the request, okay? <laughs> Actually reading the request? Huh? Yeah, reading it first, don't get it. But I will send a text authorization immediately. Take whatever phone number they give you, drop it into mobile, right? Because not all of them parse out correctly in the, the AXL. So then I turn around and say, okay, great. I'm going to send you a text. I read your, your actual request. Okay. And then I'll dial the phone. I gave you 60 seconds to reply. I stay in the medium in which they actually communicate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if they text me back, I'm not making a call because I'm supposed to make a call. Right. If they reply back to my email, I'm going to stay in email because that's their comfort level. In my emails, I will explain the reason why we should talk. Okay. And I also know that 90% of all emails are read on a phone. Mm -hmm. So I know what's in their hand while they're reading it. Okay. But remember something, and, and this is where the, our mindset has to change because again, old school, which is me, right? I'm the old school guy. When you turn around and say, pick up the phone, call it, call it, call it. Okay. Millennial fever. Sorry throwing my microphone around, right? In, in millennial land, it's text messaging, okay? But just like a podcast, right? We both do podcasts. We do podcasts because you could, you could go work out. I'm not, but I could drive, <laughs> right? I could drive and listen to it. So it's, it's a non-evasive way to gather information or entertainment. If I text you, that's not an invasive thing. Okay, because I, I'm here while I'm sitting here. Guess what? I've got messages that came in, but I don't have to look at them. I don't have to read them because I'm busy doing something. So it's non-invasive. A phone call is, an, is you invading my time. Exactly. Right? You calling me and going, unknown number, unknown number that comes up in the, on your phone I have to stop what I'm doing, stop whoever I'm talking to, to actually engage with you. So that's why we have such a low answer rate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the boomers are the ones that answer their phone. Those 17 people, right? <laughs> that's the baby boomers. They're like, we've always used the phone. What are you talking about? You guys keep sending me messages. I, I, I have a landline. You can't do that. Right. My brother-in-law, you text him, he calls you back. I'm like, bro, bring oh. me the food. Bring me the phone and I'll show you how to reply. You have a keyboard. Come on. Right. He's like, you, you sent me something. I'm like, so I got to read it to you. And I got to talk to you on the phone. Dude, stop. Okay. I love but, that. But again, emails, your average consumer. 
okay, submits five leads, okay, they get, uh, what is it, 100, out of 100 emails in a day, they're going to open only 23 of them, right? And that includes the people they know that are sending them emails. Mm -hmm. But they're going to open 23 and they will take action on two. So that's, I mean, mind you, that's just, you're just doing a courtesy to send them that to say, look, I'm, I'm hitting you in all three areas that I can call, text, and email. Okay. Because that's what I want to do. Cause I want to find out where you're actually going to get it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we spend so much time building these fancy, I don't, but a lot of people spend a lot of time making these fancy uh, email templates that nobody reads. And I'm like, guys, if it's more than two or three sentences, you're done. Right. And we're in agreement, right? I used to say that all the time. I'm like, make every email look like it's a tweet Mm -hmm. at 140 characters. And then Twitter goes, we can do 280 now. I'm like, oh, great. You just gave somebody the reason to make it five sentences. Okay. (laughs) But I I look at it and say, keep it completely simple. Okay. When When I was in a dealership, right, I don't sleep. So all the way up until two in the morning, I'm replying back to internet leads. And so I get the person who says, I'm looking for so-and-so all-wheel drive because that's the first thing that pulls up on the manufacturer's list, right, is the AWD. AWD. And I was like, um, I answer back, hey, it's Joe. Do you really need all-wheel drive in Southern California? <laughs> right? That's what I send them. And then yeah. I get the answer back. Um, are you a real person? I'm like, <laughs> as real as you that's and I could be at 2 in the morning. <laughs> Right? But that's my interaction. But I've already won. I've got two-way contact. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling them and texting them at two in the morning. But if you're submitting a lead, that means you have your phone in your hand or you're at your laptop and I can actually get that. Does that make sense? Exactly. But I'm going I'm to try to get you off of everybody else. When the person goes, no, I don't, you know what every other dealership is doing? They're doing a locate for an all-wheel drive out here in Southern California, talking about how far they have to go get it to, to bring it in, quoting them on transport and a price on an all-wheel drive. All-wheel drive already puts you two, three grand higher. So yep. when I send them my proposal, right, I'm already beating them by three grand plus transport because nobody's bothering to ask a simple question. Yeah, I think a lot of times we just... You know, they, they what's the statistic that they say eighty percent of people, you know, don't buy what they uh, what they originally put a lead on, and so we, all of a sudden we go, well, they have to have, they have to have the XLE all wheel drive this 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 or this, and it's like, well, maybe they don't, maybe they just clicked on it, and and right. maybe if we actually find out what they're actually looking for, um, and ask those questions. And, and then you'll find out exactly what they're looking for. Because I think a lot of times we just assume that that they're looking for everything and they're really just looking for the cheapest options they possibly can get with the most features that they can get for that bang for the buck. Correct. And it, it, I will tell you, if it comes from the manufacturer's website, right, usually they're, they're playing games because they want to sell us the lead too, right? They, <laughs> they're out there saying, would you like to see dealer availability? Would you like to get a price? So this person Mm -hmm. clicks on it. They think as soon as they put their email and contact info in that it's going to show them. And instead it goes, we've sent you off. Somebody from a dealership will contact you. (laughs) (laughs) And so you got this. They were just dream building at the time. Yep. Right. And so typically at the manufacturer site, you're pretty high in the funnel. 
because you're doing research on the vehicle, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Uh, what was it? Google says you're at 16 hours of online research by the time they reach out to a dealership specifically, right? Exactly. And so all you have to look about, can I talk to you two-way? First win. Second win would be setting that appointment. Third win exactly. was they showed up. Fourth win is you sold them. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so how long is how long is referral? Yeah. How long is how long should your follow up go? Um, I will tell you if it's if it's and, and we're just phone, talking internet or phone. We can go both ways. Right. So I'm gonna say that if you haven't responded to me in 90 days, it's slow drip and out there. Now in dealer socket, what I used to do was I'd go in and create a filter, and that filter said free leads free leads i might free have leads. to use this right yeah and then you go in and share it to all so everybody can get it so with free leads now that's everything older than 90 days aged internet or dropped phone calls anything else that's out there because now i'm trying to catch you in a buying cycle again mm -hmm. that's out there and so it'll just list them and have them go through now it's like everybody goes, your sales department goes free leads mm. and they jump in. So my internet department or whoever's handling the inbound internet leads are chasing for at the most 30 days, but it's five days, then a phone call at 15 and 30 and the system should be doing the automated drip emails. Yep. Right. And I don't know if I sent you the one I have, but I have that lonely email. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. That one I love. I, I have people that text me the responses all the time. So it says, um, I feel so lonely is the subject line. Okay. And then you open it up and it says, I feel so lonely in this car buying process. Right. And it's a picture. It's a shadow of a man sitting there with his hand in his chair, sitting there like this. So you just see the silhouette of him sitting there and it's like, should I stop trying to help? Right. Have you bought something or not? Just reply back. And you get back these answers all the time. They're like, laugh out loud. Shut up. Right. And other guys like, dude, I didn't ask you to date me. That was the one we got the other day. He's like, I wasn't asking for a date, but thanks, man. I got the quotes. I'm, I'm going to hold off for a while. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, I love that. Laughing, yeah. Right? You're making fun. Like, oh, and so I got you to engage with me. Boom. Two way contact. I won. Yeah. OK. When I when I help Toyota stores, my my further out, like 30 day or 45 day email subject line says, Houston, we have a problem. And you open it up and it's the tundra pulling the space shuttle like it did through LA, right? So I have a picture because I was out there. I was running yeah. a dealership that was right there. So Houston, we have a problem. Everybody goes, I know that line. They open it up and there's a tundra dragging a space shuttle. And it's like, we haven't been able to get in contact with you in the last 45 days, right? Just want to make sure, should we uh, cancel the launch, right? Or are you ready to lift off soon? <laughs> And you get these people go, that was good. I mean, that's the reply back. And we're like, you still didn't answer. Should we go? Yeah, you still didn't answer. Not, right. But again, I don't want to chase things out. Again, your, your internet shopper is going to be at 90 days. But my internet people, whoever answers the initial lead goes for five days. They're going to be doing uh, two different text messages in those five days. So day one and day three. They're going to go for two phone calls and an email every day until they make contact. So if you're chasing all that, then when you make contact, guess what? You won, right? We know that. That's the, that's my first win. So I don't want to, I don't want to spend my time doing fruitless work. 
Exactly. And I think that's what the biggest point is, is of this is, is that a lot of times I think we create ourselves this just busy work of just right. send emails, send, I need a phone call, an email, a text, send emails, email, 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 email. And, no. it, and then you have, you have BDC reps and, and internet sales reps and sales reps that have 250 tasks to do every single day, which is going to be so daunting. I'm not going to, I'm not going to want to do any of it. Yeah, exactly. And I've been guilty. I've been guilty of building processes that have created that, that environment. And, you know, this uh, wonderful quarantine, which we're still in business in North Carolina, but it's allowed me to really focus on relaunching the follow-up process and, and kind of tweaking it to the way that I feel that it needs to be tweaked today in this environment and going forward um, to where it's actually taking a little less of the crap, the mundane crap that we put on them uh, off their plate and then just get you right in the realm of you know smile and dial and get into those to where I we're getting text message and those who are receiving emails that we're getting back that we're actually having some some communication with those people. Right. And again, you need to make it somewhat fun because your public doesn't view buying a car as a fun thing. No, it's 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 like going to uh, the dentist. It's between a root canal and being sued on the happiness level of life. Okay. Yeah. So Hyundai did their in, in my trainings. I, I pull it up and show people Hyundai 2019 Super Bowl commercial. Right. Jason Bateman working the elevator. And he says, okay. And he's like, it's the happy elevator. And then they go, oh, okay. Um, where are you going? He goes, oh, we're going to buy a car. He goes, you're going down, way down. Way down. Right. And the first stop is Root Canal. Yeah. Then it's like six hour flight, middle seat. Right. Yeah. And it keeps going down, keeps going down. Then it finally goes, oh, car buying. And he opens the door and it's a car lot with balloons, wacky waving arm guys. Right. Tumbleweeds <laughs> going across the lot. And one guy out there just walking around. And it's like, whoop, there it is. Hoop is the music playing, and they're like, "Oh no, I used Hyundai Advantage or whatever it is, right?" And he goes, "Oh, you're going up," and he takes them up to the top where the angels are singing when they open the doors, right? <laughs> but if anything, right? Again, I don't, I don't want to do phone calls unless it's for me to keep my sales department engaged in the ability to sell a car. Yep. My internet guys call on new stuff. Nobody should be sending out an email. Okay, period. After the first five days, that's what my CRM is supposed to be doing. You should only send an email out when it's off of the automated process because you have contact. Mm -hmm. If I have contact and the guy goes, can you shoot me an email reminder, you know, two weeks from now? I don't need my CRM going, call him tomorrow, call him tomorrow, call him tomorrow. That's how I end up with all of these stacked up tasks uh, for somebody. And I've done my job. I made contact. He's on vacation for two weeks. He said, I'm not doing nothing until COVID is wiped out. I'm staying at home, locked in my little jumper suit. Right. And I'm in my bubble and I'm going to stay there. And you're like, okay, does it make sense to keep calling you? Because my CRM says to, yeah. No, if you market contacted, it should come out of automated processes and the person has to do it. Build a filter Okay, in dealer socket, e leads does it. Everybody else, right? I love all CRMs equally. Um, <laughs> same, so, same. Yeah. But when you look at this and say, okay, then set up a filter that says contacted with no future to do set. 
Okay. So that's something as a manager, I can go in and go, so you talk to this guy, you didn't kill it because that wouldn't be in contacted anymore. Yep. Right. You would be putting in marking lost and filling out a proper answer. So that's what I look at. I'm like, you just got to get yourself out there because again, chasing activity for the sake of activity is frustrating. Very, for everybody very involved. And it's such a low ROI. Okay. That's why I say, if you're going to do something, give it to your sales department who is waiting for ups. Now, if you're a hybrid system, then pepper out some phone calls, right? So when I was running the famous Jeep dealership that we both were associated with or know about, right? When I ran it, I had my internet department, my phone team and my sales department were the same guys. If you failed to take the phone call the way I wanted, I said, you are off phone calls until the next phone training. Okay. If you failed my internet process, which means your response time went over 10 minutes, you're, you didn't answer people back. You didn't do things. Then I, I took you out of the rotation for leads until the next internet training. And you had to be there for the internet training. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you messed up simply putting together a deal pack to bring it to the desk for, for them to issue your e-pencil, right? then you got your deal halved right there and you were on half deals till the next sales training because evidently you don't know how to follow the process. There's no yelling. There's no screaming. There's no throwing things at people anymore because that's bullying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you get sued, uh, sued for that in California. Yes. Right. Yeah. It was funny because I went through a class. They had to, to send us all when we were at the dealership. They sent us to a lawyer to say, let's go through this. And he said, we have to address bullying because the millennial generation was brought up with posters in their school class saying, stop bullying, right? Say no to bullying. So that word wasn't around for the X generation, <laughs> right? We didn't have that. Even some of the Ys were like, what are you talking about, right? Yeah. But anytime you challenge somebody and their activities, and even though I just want you to do your job, if I'm not tactful with it, and let's be real, we save our tact for the customer in the dealership. So all of a sudden I'm bullying. Mm -hmm. And you had so many people so scared to do anything, so scared to give verbals or write-ups. They're like, I don't want to bully. I'm like, no, I want a job done. I'll yeah. do them all. I don't care. Yeah. And I think it's, it's going to hold everybody accountable. It's that, that key word right there is accountability. And I think sometimes we lack, we've gotten too laxy daisy with accountability that we're just kind of like, but I don't want to, I don't want to rot the boat or they may be a top producer or whatever the case may be. So they let them get away with more, uh, almost with murder than everybody else. And then the whole team sees that. And then your accountability goes out the window Yeah, because you cannot hold other people to the same if you're not going to hold everybody to the same criteria. So, I mean, it's something that as dealerships, I mean, in BDC and everything, we have to, um, we have to hold everybody accountable. It's very simple. It's not, it's not us being mean by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, we're trying to actually, we're trying to make you better. It's not mean at all. We're trying to make you better and have you make a lot more money by making you follow a process that actually works. So my, my take on the whole, I give special privileges to, to people, right? Because you're a high producer. Um, I don't, if that makes sense, right? And I, again, I've ran a couple dealerships, number one in the nation, right? I, I'm never gonna be held hostage by a salesperson, a top BDC, somebody else, right? Because 
what that individual becomes, right? And this is a book I have on my list to, to write is an onboard terrorist. Ooh. Okay. The OBT. You get to write in that one. Yeah. And so they're an onboard terrorist, which means what? They don't have an issue with taking down the whole company while they're in it because they believe they're going to walk away at the end, but they're going to sabotage it all the way down because whatever I'm asking is not above and beyond the job description. Yep. I'm not saying when you stand on the point, you have to stand on one leg, right? I'm not saying you have to stand up to answer every internet lead. That These are not the things I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to be doing certain activities. And, you know, they always try to work the side hustle because they're good salespeople, right? They come up, they're like, yeah, you know, but, you know, Joe, yeah, you know, I don't really have to do that number of calls every day, right? Because I'm putting 30 deals on the board. I'm like, I know we could get 35 if you actually did what I asked you to do. <laughs> why, why cut your pay and mine? Come on, bro. Yeah. Step up. Be yeah. an example. And so exactly. that's what I, that's what I look at and say no. But I will tell you, okay, if you are going to cower down to that top person to let them do it, the terrorism works, and the rest of the store's production will drop. Because mm -hmm. every time I've gone through, okay, verbal written termination on the top guy, I've picked up those thirty units. Oh yeah, with everybody else because morale lifted. Because yep. they're no longer saying you're playing favorites to somebody. Now, understand, sales department will always claim there's a favorite. Oh, yeah, they always do. And, and I will tell all salespeople, in case any of them are listening right now, if the lead is mine, I will give it to who I want to because the lead is mine. If it's a personal referral to me, I will give it to the individual I feel will do the best job representing me and the dealership to this personal referral. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Everybody goes, oh, you always give it to so-and-so. I know. Consistency, right? <laughs> they consistently give me a great experience. So I will do that. I'm not going grabbing internet leads out of the system going, bro, call this one. Right? Yeah. If you're doing that, shame on you. Oh, yeah. But a personal referral to me, I will do what I want with exactly. it. And I don't care what anybody's saying. Look at that, Frank Ingram. Boom. Absolutely. <laughs> I love his last name. The guy's got skills. He's got skills. Yes. Weldon's on here. Weldon, I can send you the shuttle launch if you want it. Gorgeous yeah, camera. Look at this. All these people commenting. <laughs> so poor poor Cindy. She had to, she her fingers were bleeding because she was on the phone so much doing 120 days follow-up. I'm sorry, <laughs> but Cindy, we used to believe. I'm sorry, but we used to believe that was required. Yeah, if you didn't right. believe, you didn't believe. If you weren't on the phone, you fail. But it's it's, it's not a true statement. Send the emails on the slow drip to re-engage them. Because all I care about, all those people that emailed you and were doing research but never bothered to tell us they were doing the research, right? NADA says they're 90 days out or more. Yep. Okay, exactly. so they say it's going to be three to six months for someone to buy. Is it possible somebody emails me today? answers the phone when I call them, sets an appointment, comes in and buys the car. It's totally doable. Totally doable. That, that's a one day average for that person. How do I get to three to six months on <laughs> averages? Because there's somebody who's going, oh, my lease is up in a year and I was just trying to figure out what I would do next. Exactly. Right? So I got that one year person with the one day person puts us at the three to six months that's there. And typically... All I'm trying to do is stay top of mind for when they try to re-engage. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so they're an existing internet lead that's been marked dead or in extended uncontacted, and now they re-engage and a new lead comes in and adds a separate entity or merges it, depending on how you've set up your dealer socket. So definitely and that lead does not belong to the first person who only called them for five days. Nice try. The only <laughs> thing I protect is two-way contact. We'll get that out of the way right now for everybody going, I sent all my emails and made all my phone calls. So that's my prospect. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's always not. So it's like you bought Girl Scout cookies from the person, from, from somebody that you knew at work that said, hey, someone's doing, doing it. But then the girl at the grocery store that was in the Girl Scouts that told you four times in a month, every time you went in and out every week goes, that's my guy because... I told them, hey, I have Girl Scout cookies here. You never talked to her. You never grabbed a little menu. You never bought a box. And she's like, that's my prospect because I was standing there when he walked by. No, no. <laughs> that one. The one I talked to and the one that sold me stuff is the right person. Is the right person. Exactly. But I left messages, Josh. But I left messages. I left messages. Did they ever listen to them? I don't know. Then how do I know it's your person? Yeah. If you do your activities and the customer walks in and asks for you, guess what? You did your job of getting that person to come in and ask for you, which is why that is yours or a half deal if you're not there. But other than that, yeah, it's free. and hopefully you don't get the onboard terrorists who go, nope, they never asked for you. It's my whole deal. <laughs> That's usually then yeah. we run to the CRM and go, sorry, no two way contact. No two way. And so um, we're right at fifty minutes, man. We can talk. Yeah, that's me. You sat that's, quietly. That's Joe Ingram for you. So, I've Joe, um, for those people who don't know how to get in contact with you or find you, please tell them how they can. Um, the easiest way to find me is I'm on the Book of Face, which is called <laughs> Facebook. I'm Facebook.com slash Joseph Ingram. My website's IngramInteractive.com. Right. And for the people that are on Josh's thing, I'll tell you because, you know, I love me some BDC Raw josh mitchell right the, if you go to ingraminteractive.com forward slash secret okay kind of like that book that never told you how to do anything but secret okay there there's a page of presentations that i do and there's a bunch of uh pdf books that you can download like think and grow rich things like that you can get it off of the back stuff and it's only because i love josh oh that's so sweet Hold on. Yeah. Was yeah. it two? Yeah. 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 One of the... the it's here. Did you, did you feel it? It's yeah. here. It says yeah. that you have the the most beautiful smile. So I wanted to tell everybody that, um, that that's how you're known in my yeah. office now. That's awesome. That awesome. <laughs> yeah. so you can't go to Google Images and search Joe Ingram because there's a, a young kid who plays poker who just out SEOs me like nobody's business. Oh. Little spiky haired guy. His name's Joey Ingram. But man, he just kicks my butt no matter what I do. Hey, that's, that's what happens. Yeah. We're so. working on that. But uh, also want to throw this out there. If um, if you've listened to this or you want to send to somebody, this will be on podcast form probably in the next 15 minutes. Uh, we'll put it on the podcast. So you can just look up anywhere where you find podcasts under BDC Raw. And so you can get all of these. I've done three so far. Plus, there's about 30 other different videos or podcasts in there, not videos. Uh, podcasts in there. So you can definitely join and see those. Subscribe to that. 
And um, Joe is going to be speaking at BDC Raw event in September. Um, so if you, if you enjoyed this, this is going to be at a comedy club, so it's going to be even better. Joe's Where I'm allowed to be funny. This was just accidental. My beard will finally be back. I'm missing it. You won't scare your children anymore. My children anymore. Uh, it's, it's slowly but surely coming back. I just look like I'm homeless right now or going through the COVID. Uh, you or know, puberty. Or... Nice. Yeah, I threw it out there. It's your show. I'm going to be obnoxious. Weldon, um, I don't always get better engagement with video email. Um, I get better co connectivity if after I've made contact and tell them to look at it, that I'm sending them a video, I get better correspondence with that. And that will knock it out the park with those individuals. But I do recommend that everybody does an introduction video. Amen. I put it on YouTube. It's in my signature. So if you ever got an email from me, it says video introduction and it's a clickable link. Then it goes to an unlisted YouTube video so that it's just not out there for accidental links or clicks. And so somebody would have to click it from my signature. So I know that my email got opened and somebody was watching it and you can watch the view count go up. And so, but again, that helps me to put the face to the, you know, the name. Yeah, you also want if you're if if your CRM doesn't do it, like dealer socket doesn't do it yet. Um, co video bomb bomb, there's some off, obviously some good Absolutely. ones. I've used co video for probably since 2012. Uh, huge, I'm huge because it sounds like COVID. I know that sucks for them, dude. That's if they did co video 19 as a URL, boom, that would be awesome. They're yeah. like, Look, Are you your customers with you yet? Yeah. <laughs> Your customers aren't sick of you yet. You need COVID-19. So. So, but um, I want to thank Joe. I want to thank everybody who listened uh, and watched us today. And uh, if you have any questions for us, obviously throw them in the comments and we'll be checking on that periodically and we'll answer any questions for you. But I want to thank everybody for being on the show. And I will uh, send you, Josh, the yep. lonely and the Houston, we have a problem template. So anybody who wants those, you go talk to the auto disruptor. You know, I think auto disruptors kind of gone away. I've been known as BDC Raw now. I'm I don't okay know. with that too. I don't know. I think, yeah. I, I think I'm getting talk to Raw. The genius will send to Raw. Okay. Now he's an Egyptian god. Yes. But yeah, but I'm going to send them to you. You play with the, the network as far as sending them out to them. Awesome. So don't okay. take people from yours, your world. Awesome. Appreciate it. Everybody have a great day. Peace.